Indians in Oak Creek off of Howell at 4 o'clock. If you have your best chance in your life to win two Packers tickets, it'll be against the Bears. And thanks to everybody at Buffalo Wild Wings. Joining us now is Jeff Patrikas of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I had to call him because I'm thinking this might be the finest year of coaching for Paul Crist. The team was horrible. They were a mess. No running, nothing. And now they won five games in a row. When I ask somebody, he's the one I'm going to ask. Good afternoon, Jeff. Where do you rank the performance of Paul Christ as head coach at Wisconsin this year? Well, if they finish out by beating Northwestern, Nebraska, and Minnesota to get to the West Division champ, or excuse me, win the West and get to the championship game, I would put it ahead of his first year, 2015, because they won 10 games that year. And they, if I remember correctly, in the first eight games, had to start six different combinations in the offensive line because of youth and injuries. And they had a hell of a year that year. Um, but this one, based on where they were after, what, four games in the season, pretty impressive what they've done. Did I overreact to how much or how worried I was, given they couldn't even run the ball? Or were there more factors? I don't know what your thought was. Um, well, a lot of people overreacted. I'll be honest with you about that. I mean, that that was obvious just based on what you saw on social media and, and, and everywhere. But... There, there were a number of factors. I mean, the quarterback wasn't playing well, so they, they scaled some things back offensively. Their offensive line early in the year was really struggling for a couple of reasons. You had some new faces in there. Your two tackles, your left tackle missed all of camp with a leg injury. Your right tackle missed a week plus with a, a knee injury. You had a new center, a new right guard, and a former walk-on at left guard. So it's taken that unit a while to get together. And then you had some issues at tailback that finally got sorted out until you lost Malusi last week. So they've gradually gotten better. The defense held it together as long as it could, not well enough in some losses, but now they're playing all three units are making winning plays. Uh, So the quarterback situation, because we know that's important, is that ironed out now, or is that mm, still not the guy? We've got to keep it simple. No, he, they, they've let him do more. If you've noticed, they've, they've, run, they've run more pre-snap motion, which early in the year they didn't. They, I mean, he, I guess you, you probably realize this or encountered it as, as a basketball player. If you've got a team that's struggling and isn't doing things well, your coach sometimes will scale down the playbook and say, let's do X number of things, let's do them well. Once we get those things nailed down, then we'll build off that and expand things. That, in my opinion, is what they've done. You're never going to hear Paul say that, but if you just look at it, how they're doing different things now, that's what they've done. Is he where he needs to be? Absolutely not. Is he better than he was early in the season? Yes. Um, He's throwing the ball better. He still has a tendency to lock on to a guy too much. He did that at Rutgers with Jake Ferguson. Second throw of the game was an interception. But he's making much better throws more consistently recently than he was early in the year. But can't we just say, even though he is highly ranked nationally, he's not special, and he's never going to be special? No, I wouldn't say that. He's got, he's, okay. He still has plenty of room for growth. And I do know, okay. you know there are some instances where a kid has a lot of talent but isn't a hard worker. That's not the case with him. He, he does put in the work. And I've seen the growth this year. So I'm not going to say to the coach who works with them or the player, you've reached your, your ceiling. You can't get any better than this. Absolutely not. I remember John Stocko in 2004, first year as a full-time starter. At the end of that season, people would have thought, get rid of him. Get a new guy. 
Paul Chris comes in, 05, he's better. 06, he's much better. Same thing with Scott Tolzien. Neither guy had the physical ability that Graham Mertz does. Right. No, I think he's going to keep getting better. But just your connection to, I mean, the thought was, and maybe it was wrong, this guy could be something special. Better than those I never guys, thought that. Given... I never. You never. Did. I never okay. thought that. Right. I never declared him the most important recruit in the history of the program. I, if you know me, you know I don't look at ratings. I watched him when he first right. got to campus with an, with an open mind, and when he first got to campus, I said, "I can see the arm strength. I can see some throws that why people like you, but you have a long way to go." I said that when he first got here. I said that in nineteen when Jack Cohn was here. And he would have been behind Jack Cohn in 20 had Cohn not gotten hurt. So I, I, I tell people all the time, stop worrying about what his recruiting rating was coming out of high school. Just focus on where he is now and where he can go from here. When you saw a quarterback first, who stood out the most to you of all the ones that you've watched? Where Over the, of how over the years? Recruit- yeah. Oh, well, the, the obvious one would be Russell Wilson because when he transferred in, Matt LaPay and I were sitting right. in practice one night in the stadium, and he rolled left and threw back to his right about 60 yards in the air for a touchdown through double coverage. And LaPay and I looked at each other and said, yeah, this guy's a little different. <laughs> All right. Other than him. <laughs> um, other than him, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Stacco, Stavi. Um... Because, I, for example – if Mertz is ends up being as good as Tolzien, I'll take that right now, happily. Um, Will you? I think he. You know, I'm trying to think. Now, Scotty had, Scotty definitely improved, yeah, and he was very accurate. I don't know that Graham will ever be as accurate, but he can make some throws that Scott just couldn't make. So I think you might have a little bit of a trade off, and and it depends. You got one thing you got to remember about those teams that Scott was on, especially in 2010. Those guys really ran the ball at a high level against pretty much anybody. And this team hasn't shown it can do that yet. It's run the ball recently, but we still haven't seen it run against a really good defense. Might get a chance if they can make it to Indy to see if they can do that. How big a loss. They had a great two-back situation, and now one's gone. I think if – I think – they, they really like Julius Davis from Menominee Falls. And I think if Julius Davis can fill in and you've got Braylon Allen and Julius Davis, I think you'll be okay. If Braylon Allen goes down with an injury, man, I, I don't know what to tell you there. But I, I will say this. You know, Paul, we, we Zoomed with Paul Chris yesterday morning when he talked about Malusi being out. And, and at the end, I asked him about Julius Davis because he was recruited by Notre Dame, LSU, USC, and Wisconsin. And Paul doesn't say a lot. He went on for more than two and a half minutes talking about the growth Julius Davis has made and how excited Paul was for the opportunities I think he will get. That's a big signal to me that they think they're going to give him shot, the shot and that he's going to come through for them. Wow, but this, so that's the guy who won. When the season started, he would have been, what, number five? Uh, uh, he was number six. He started on the scout team. Wow. Doesn't that... Yeah. Isn't that an incredible – have they ever had that group of running backs no. where you would say – Well, look look at the I mean, attrition is... they've gone through. I mean, you got – one kid was kicked off the team early in August. Another right. kid kicked off the team who played from – they've gone through a ton of bodies. So that, that moved this kid up. But when he, when he was a junior in high school, before he got hurt, he had the sports hernia senior year, 
he was he was hellacious as a junior, and his first two years as a senior for the injury, he was fantastic. It's just taken him a long time to get his act together, but he's got physical ability. He it is there, and this is his chance. And he's been, I talked to him last month, and he said, "I'm not leaving. I'm not transferring. I want to stay here. I love it here. I'm waiting for my shot." Well, he's going to get his shot Saturday. But it is amazing that somebody who was number six could get that kind of comment from you and Paul Christ. Number six, well, whatever. It, it, that's like that's like Oklahoma or whatever school you want to mention with an incredible group of running backs one year, right? Well, like, like I said, you know, USC, Notre Dame, and, and LSU really liked him. And he, if you look at his junior right. tape, he was fantastic. I mean, he was running people over just – you know, Jonathan, not, not Jonathan Taylor's speed, but the state, you looked at his tape and you had the same reaction as you looked at Jonathan Taylor's high school tape. You said, that guy's going to be a stud. And if he can just be a solid back for them this year. He still has eligibility left. He's going to be fine. He's going to help them. Talking with Jeff Patrickus, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And uh, yeah, they, they, they're not losing to Northwestern, right? You'll make your prediction. Don't jinx it, home. Yeah. They, they should not. Northwestern, the only way it's a close game, in my opinion, is if Wisconsin turns the ball over and gives Northwestern a short field. Northwestern cannot move the ball down the field consistently. They just don't have the playmakers. And unless Wisconsin's defense has some bust in, in the back end or something, they're, they're going to make it really difficult for Northwestern to move the ball. And I want to apologize because I didn't do the interview the way you're supposed to. Jeff, really want to thank you coming on. Really appreciate you coming on. Man, it's just awesome that you came on the show. How'd they do? All right, guys. You guys have a good day.